Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Episode 161 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Megan. How's it going, guys? Good. Getting ready for Thanksgiving, for sure. Hell How yeah. about you guys? Same, sort of. I don't. I probably won't be cooking too much. How about you, Megan? <laughs> um, about the same. We're just doing intermediate family, and then I don't cook turkey, so I purchased a ham. That's not bad. That Ooh. works. Yeah. That works. There you go. Now, uh, how do you guys like your turkey prepared usually? If you know if you're having turkey, let's say. I mean, just in the oven, it's fine. Yeah. There's nothing, nothing too special about it. Like it's the, just uh, no deep frying preference, or. Well, I've heard of deep fat frying mm-hmm. or uh, frying it. I've never. I think I've had that once, mm-hmm. um, but for the most part, I just have it in the oven. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, we just uh, no. We just bought a couple turkey breasts and we'll just throw those they, they come in a bag from target and i think they already have everything in there and you just cook it in the bag and it turned out great last oh, no year kidding. yeah so yeah you don't even have to cut the turkey apart no 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 bones no bones just really if i would have known that is it uh is it two titties or is it one <laughs> two gotta be two. well it's it's one my wife, yeah. uh, I was like, hey, I think we're going to need another one. Because she makes a ton of potatoes, you know? Really good mashed potatoes, oh, yeah, by yeah. the way. And I'm like, we're yeah. going to need more turkey than this. So we're going to get another one. Problem solved. <laughs> It'll be good. I'm excited. That's the best meal of the year for me. Good nap. It was weird. Too, afterwards. Oh, yeah. The tryptophan. That stuff <laughs> gets you sleepy. Is that what uh, is in turkey that makes you snooze? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I could be wrong. Damn, that's why, yeah, I, I remember, um, Megan, you might have been in our department at the time, I'm not sure, co-worker Mona, she won a meal, a catered meal through um, like some radio station, and we thought it was just going to be like bags, you know, of lunches, you know, like deli sandwiches or whatever, and it was, uh, I think it was our last day before Thanksgiving, <laughs> it was a full spread, it ended up being uh, all Thanksgiving feast. Oh, jeez. And we were so tired after we ate all of it. We were just, I don't think it was any production the rest of the day. We were just, I was so, so <laughs> sleepy. It was ridiculous. But I don't know if I you were there, Megan, I... or not. It sounds familiar, but I. It was I awesome. Know. It was like the probably the best spread I've ever had in an office, you know, because we were just, you know, expecting uh, sack lunches. Okay. And then you go in there and it's just like full huge trays of turkey and potatoes and <laughs> it all if sounded Matt right was still around i was there yeah i so think he, he so then i was i think he was maybe it was before that i'm not sure but man it was great but yeah not for working that's for sure are you guys planning any black friday shopping no i did my christmas shopping early because i just had a feeling that we were going to be up in covid numbers <laughs> right right mm-hmm. <laughs> well anymore you can do everything online too if you if you you know, if you have waited, so there's that. And I don't know if, uh, even with our rules right now as a state, I don't, I'm not even sure if you can 
if you can go out. Isn't it like 15 people at a time or something like that? I don't know. Not going to mess I with think it. I so. that most of the stores would be closed. Okay. So, uh, okay. I Well, and that's just on Thanksgiving. I, right. I don't know about Friday. Right. I would right. assume just normal business hours, but don't quote me on that. Well, the best deals usually are movies, but I can get that online probably. And I don't think you can get PlayStation 5 to save your life right now. I think that's... Uh, no, it's sold out. Or Sony just came out and said it's sold out. They've sold every single, which makes me laugh hysterically because I saw a meme the other day that says, "Think about the kids, <laughs> <laughs> the grown kids." Like, yeah, like the, the the kids that want uh, PS5 for for uh, for uh, Christmas, and, right. and you're the the adult that takes it away from them. <laughs> I was just laughing. I was just like, get a job that. <laughs> uh, you know you have people buy in bulk and then they sell it for yep. fortune online so yeah it's unless you just limit you know the purchasing on them i i don't but you know honestly i'm not i'm not one to rush into a new system because they got bugs to work out and there's not really i don't think any big games out right now maybe the um miles morales spider-man game but i think you can get that for ps4 so not a huge hurry, yeah, luckily. Because I think right now they they had one that just completely bricked for no reason. Like they had it for a day and then it just bricked on them. So whoops. whoops. Well, they'll be ha- they'll be waiting for a while to get a get a repair probably. Yeah. Hey, if you're gonna spend yeah. that much on a system, what is it like five seven hundred dollars or something like that? Five hundred seven hundred dollars. You know, that's a good question. Just, I, don't I think know. I think last time we talked about it, I think it was about that price range. Six ninety nine ninety nine. Player's Choice has it for twelve hundred, no, thirteen hundred bucks. Ooh, Word. shit! Yeah, let's let's all get one. Mitch has got it right? on his card. Here you go. Yeah, uh, let's see here. <laughs> ah, this is like some ghetto place that makes you think that they actually have it. PS four uh, and a PS one. PS. I don't know, but this site looks like one of those sites that I go to. Um, What's to that? See if I can find a cheaper price on things. <laughs> Fell out of a truck. Wow eBay oh, has it for uh, $1,400. Yeah. Jeez. But it's just a photo of the box. So, I mean, you could just be getting the box. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. It's People a put bricks in the box. Players Station 2. Like, seriously, there has to be a law against this because you know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They they're buy all bulk. over eBay. Did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, like, and they're all $1,000, if not more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like anything. And they're they're going to get it. Yeah. If they can't the wait. Parents, if the parents have the money, they're going to get it. I want That's it, bad. Dad. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple just... of them are UK editions, which is really going to screw up people. <laughs> <laughs> I won't <laughs> play. Buy a PS... <laughs> yeah, it's got a UK plug-in. And, you know, so I don't know if games are regional or not, but that'll mess with them. <laughs> just like Tickle Me Elmo. Uh, what was the thing last year? Gosh, it was... Oh, there was Furby, Tickle Me Elmo. Well, it was last year. Nintendo, actually. Classic, I think, was hard to get. Now it's like 30 yeah, bucks. Yeah, when that first came out. Yeah. yeah. And I paid like... I think I paid 60 for mine. I had a hard time finding the Nintendo Switch Lite. And I just happened to be up around... Oh, I think it was 12.30 and went on GameStop. Mm-hmm. And they had one. Just one. You're like, ah. it was at 30 and I got it. And then I checked the next day to see if they had any more in stock, and they were out again. Wow. So it was just like a, like a, 
and I actually, you know, it came, so it wasn't like a, a glitch in the system, but I, I think we got lucky with that. Nice. What's the difference? I should know, but I don't. What's the difference between the regular Switch and the light? So the Switch light is smaller. It kind of reminds me of like a Nintendo DS, but without the uh, flip screen oh, okay. or like a Game Boy. <laughs> Gotcha. Uh, and then the Nintendo Switch is it, it can go between console where you have it with your television or you can also, you know, use it as a, sure. um, you know, like a how do I how do I want to say this? Like an iPad with controllers. That's terrible. People are going to mock me for that. But it's, it's <laughs> no, but I mean, that's that's legit what it's like. Interchangeable. Yeah. Where the light yeah. is not. It seems that's been the successful light. for Nintendo. I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you feel about when you hear the Switch? Do you think? Do you know what it is, or you're just? I mean, obviously Megan does, but what about you, Mitch? Did you were you aware of the Switch? Okay, so I hate to say this, and I know that there's a lot of gamers out there. The only thing I'm ever interested in in any sort of Nintendo game is always Mario Kart. Yeah, and you know I, the yep. game's going to be good. You know <laughs> the game's going to be good. Yeah, they haven't changed the graphics since. Uh, I'm trying to think since the Wii. I mean, they they updated the graphics. A they little had the bit. Wii U so, and then yeah. Switch, right? Yeah. But it's it's like it's the thing that frustrates me about Nintendo is is that their need for nostalgia overweighs their need for, for progressive graphic increases and enhancements. It's like they just bank on the fact that people are just going to accept crappy graphics with <laughs> games that are mind numbing, and yeah. and that's that's their selling point. And I mean that's why everybody goes and plays you know Xbox and PS fives and stuff like that. But sure. if you're feeling nostalgic and you win a game that's going to allow a lot of players um, to play with it all at the same time, Nintendo's perfect for that. Right. And don't get me wrong. I will always love Mario Kart. That is a freaking awesome game. Oh, but sure. Nintendo's got a special place in my heart. You know, that was my first big console. Totally agree. Yeah. Aside from GameCube, they haven't had, or I guess Wii and Wii U, but the Switch I'm taking it has, there's no CD. It's it's a cartridge again, right? That's a good question. So you do, I, I purchased two games. I have not opened them up or looked at them, so I have no idea what's inside or how it right. fits into the, the Switch. I'm just wondering how the uh, graphics are hmm. compared to the newer systems, you know, if, especially if they're in a cartridge still type of uh, format. Yeah, I don't think, so. I think it might be a CD. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, you know, after. we'll get your review on it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'd be interested to know too, because I mean, I so the, the, you said it was the Switch Lite or something like that, which yep. is a smaller version. So you you can't cast that to your TV, is that correct? Or you can't? Not, so the Switch itself has like a port that you put it in, right? So it's like a yeah. console. Mm -hmm. um, right. The Switch Lite does not have that. I don't know if that means oh, that shoot. you can't use like some sort of cord and, and hook it up. Maybe you can. I haven't, I haven't researched it or played with it because I do know that we also got a kit that has all of these different um devices that that come with it um like inter interchangeable cords and things of that nature so i don't know what they're used for and oh, honestly okay. i've wrapped them up and haven't looked at how any of it works and figured we just figure it all out yeah um you know yeah, that makes sense. you'll but just you be surprised with your kid <laughs> yeah <laughs> like whoa uh, Chris <laughs> has a nintendo switch light and his just like he can take it out and play with it or he can put it in the console, and then oh, cool. it, it goes to his television, and he can play it that way. So, And to my understanding, the Switch Lite did not do that. But hmm. people hear this, and they know more, they'll, they'll let us know. 
hopefully. Still but, all the know. same. Pretty cool for a kid, though. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah, Mario. Can't go wrong with Mario. My kids love Mario. We we have our Wii. We don't even have the Wii U, so the games are actually the accessories are still pretty expensive, but it's because, you know, they're not there's not so many of them anymore, I think. So I think we're gonna buy them some more Wii games because it's like why you know, uh I've looked at the Switch prices, I'm like, ah, I'm not ready to spend that much. <laughs> Besides that could be PS five money, you know, so <laughs> Selfish. Well, what? It, I saw a regular. <laughs> I saw a regular Switch go for like two ninety nine or something. Oh, really? Like, is that is that what they've always been, or are that? They I've seen them in more? like close to four hundred, but they yeah, might have been a say, pack. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. I think they've gone up. Um, they may have been around two, three at the time. Now they're definitely four because the Switch Lite. I think I bought for over two hundred. Oh my goodness! Yes. Okay. And that might be the whole supply and demand thing. Could be. Yeah. Parts and and material I bet are kind of scarce right now. Makes sense. I'll wait for it to go down a little bit. Another year, maybe. Maybe it'll go down 50 bucks or something. It's still in high demand, I, was I that, think. Uh, I was that parent who, you know, saw it and said, this is for the kids because it's obviously not for me and my daughter's been begging for one. So. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's exciting as you get older to gift others, you know. Sometimes it's not, I guess. I, I just buy it and forget about it. My wife and I kind of have a tendency to be like, ah, just here, have it now. But <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That'll be a fun Christmas there. So if anyone out there listening is going to be in the uh, Burbank area, downtown especially, there is a new Batman statue to check out. Megan, have you seen the picture of that? I have not yet. I'm going to take a look here while you guys talk about it. It's gorgeous. Amazing. I want this yeah. in my yard. It- it's like better than Nolan's statue at the very end of uh, Batman <laughs> Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, right, right. I mean, I'll you take know. that statue too, but this is beautiful. Like, it's just uh, really it's well done. Awesome. Yeah, it's based off Jim Lee's interpretation, his 2002 design for Batman Hush. And yeah, it's cast in bronze. It was sculpted digitally to begin with. So that's cool. You know how they can do that now. And. Who knows? Oh, the computer wow. probably just made the whole thing. I mean, it's it's perfect. It's it's freaking awesome. Like I'll have it's to check that out. It's very comic book like. It is. Yeah. It's like the pose, and everything. It's great. Yeah, it weighs six hundred pounds, and yeah, it joins a whole list of other real world uh, representations of comic book superheroes. Uh, Mitch, you were telling me before we started recording that you've seen the Superman statue, right, in Metropolis, Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Um, when we were in back from uh, Florida on our vacation, we ended up uh, passing through. Uh, I couldn't make it all the way on the way back uh, in one day, so we figured that we'd stay in Metropolis, Illinois. Oh yeah, and uh, stayed at a hotel, and and then uh, <laughs> nice. And then from there, uh, woke up and kind of toured the place just real quick, and then got on our way. But it's it's kind of a small little thing. Uh, there's yeah. a little um, Superman like. T- token stuff there and sure. they make it fun and you can go have a picture next to the statue and yeah it's a fun time yeah it's 15 feet tall from what i've gathered oh, here it's yeah it's huge is huge. he what's the stance like i didn't look at the picture but is it similar to this batman or is he like taken off or no he's i think he's just kind of standing there with his arms or with his fists on his hips nice like the classic classic you know, pose yep. statue. yeah 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 Gotta be bigger, of course, because this Batman one's only seven and a half feet. Jeez, slackers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's also a Captain America one in Brooklyn, New York. That's pretty cool. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's cool. 
looks like Deadpool 3 is back in motion. As we all know, Disney bought the rights for a lot of Fox properties. Deadpool was one of them. So, you know, a lot of us were wondering how the hell are they going to incorporate that into their squeaky clean imagery. The MCU, you know, it gets violent, but it's always PG-13. According to what I've read here, it's going to be rated R still. Reynolds is involved. He's producing and he's going to star. He, along with Disney, have hired new writers. Molly Nick's sisters, they've written for Bob's Burgers and The Great North television show, which premieres next year. So, yeah, it won't be the same writers from the first two films. And so far, no director is attached. Tim Miller did the first one. David Leach did the second one. So, yeah, what do you guys think about that? Are you, are you excited finally we're going to get a, a part three? Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, not excited about the, the writing group, but I will hold my thoughts until I see a trailer. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think putting in... I don't think changing up a good thing that they mm-hmm. had going is always the best answer, nor do I think it's wise to put somebody that hasn't ever written for a movie. And I'm, I, I know I'm probably the only one that, that thinks like this, but I'm not a big fan of Bob's burgers. I, I haven't seen it. Not my forte. <laughs> it's, it's just not my style of humor, I should say, but mm-hmm. I, I trust Ryan Reynolds, but then again, this seems like a knee-jerk reaction. I'm on the flip side of that because I love Bob Burgers. So. <laughs> there we okay. go. Wait, well, hey, I like, like I said, it. There may be a good chance I'm completely wrong, and if that's why I'm holding up, and uh, I just, I just don't uh, know enough yet, I guess. Sure. So, here's to hoping. We'll see if it lives up to uh, my expectation and, and yeah. riches, but I'm excited. So I haven't seen Bob's Burgers, but. Just from what you've seen, you can easily imagine Deadpool 3 kind of having the same type of quirkiness, except it's rated R humor. Or maybe Bob's Burgers is that way. I don't know. No, I think that so along the lines of like, uh, so Bob's Burgers and then Archer, they're both uh, dry humor. And I use dry humor as like a a wide term because I, I feel like you can use that for different comedic types but i i think it would fit in really well like i respond really well to that type of humor and i really don't think it's that far off from what deadpool was doing either originally that makes sense and if they were hired you know if they they have to have confidence i mean it's a big deal and i think reynolds you know he's gonna honor the character the best way possible but yeah it's i always hate third movies just because yeah they'll make some drastic changes whether it's uh the writing staff or the direction I don't know why they do that. Maybe it's just, I think they have said it's always difficult to make a sequel, another sequel from the sequel, you know, per se, but I'm not sure where the hell they could go or if they're going to even, that's the other question is, uh, are they going to tie it into the MCU? Could they, uh, which character would probably be the best way into the MCU? You know, Deadpool partnering up with, uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? What character right now in the MCU could he, I'm of course, Doctor Strange 2 is going to have multi-dimensions, so I guess, in a way, he could be introduced in that. For, I don't know. That'd be pretty crazy. Well, there's a lot of things that he could be. I mean, he could be in with Wolverine, uh, Spider-Man, but that's Sony right now. Right. They do have there's Wolverine, so but they have to recast if they're not going to do Jackman, which that's... I always... Right. I think I pitched this to the group, like, you know, before Deadpool 2 came out or was coming out. I thought it'd be cool if... Deadpool in the movie kidnapped 
Hugh Jackman, the actor, gave him a Wolverine costume. <laughs> and, yeah. And then he was like fighting with he's fighting bad guys with Deadpool and then he gets killed, you know, like he's getting into it and he thinks he's invincible and then he gets killed. And then there you go. I don't know. I just I can just see that vividly in my head. I don't know why. I agree with you, Mitch. Like Wolverine would be a cool partnership there yeah. somehow. Yeah, they got to recast you know, him or if, something. Yeah, as long as the third movie holds on and is still good as the mm-hmm. first two, yeah, I, the the possibilities are endless. Um, sure, because you know he could just be the new stand-in for for Stan Lee, and that's kind of what everybody's been talking about and yeah. and wanting to have happen because he can. Uh, you know, his humor is such that it, it matches kind of Stan Lee's cameo, you know, humor and stuff. So there's really no no reason not to put him in like that because it, there would be no reason for a storyline. It's just mm-hmm. Deadpool being Deadpool randomly. And he doesn't really so have to talk makes, either, so. No, I mean, you know, they will make him talk, I'm sure. But, you know, it won't be like it's going to change a storyline or it's going to add anything. It's just going to be... Mm there for comedic sake but it's going to be awesome and since it's rated r it'll be interesting to see how it's distributed you know if it's going to be if it will be under the marvel studios banner or if they're going to create a whole new banner for darker films like they're going to do blade but i could see them making blade pg-13 you probably could make that work i guess just deadpool because I think blade he's... needs to be rated r yeah, like the original, like was perfect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think they're going to try and sugarcoat it a little bit and give it a PG thirteen. I don't know, but ah, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, what do you think, Megan? You think uh, you think they'll incorporate them into the Marvel Studios or or do their own thing with that particular property? Don't they have like a Fox movies? Uh, like it's not twenty first century Fox, but it's not like Fox Corp or something like that. It's actually 21st Logo. century, I think they have changed. They just took the Fox out, so it's just 20th century uh, 21st studios, century. maybe? That might be what it is? I bet you that's how they drop it. Yeah. So it's not under the Disney moniker, but it's under some, it's under sure. a brand owned by Disney. In association so with Marvel Studios, maybe, they can do it that way. Right. You know? Yeah, I could right. see them I could see them doing It'll It'll be very interesting what route they're going to go. But, th- you know, this third one is a start, so yeah, we'll see. Obviously, as more casting gets announced, maybe we'll have some MCU players involved. I mean, if you look at the new Thor movie, what do you got? Uh, I think you got Star-Lord just confirmed he's going to be in there. Christian Bale's going to be in it. Yeah, it's uh, going to be so weird. Yeah. The, like you said, though, the most or the easiest way to explain it would be to put him into um, the uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. That would be an easy way to th- drop him in and get him introduced. He could be like, who who are you or something like that? And then maybe before he curses, Dr. Strange just throws him back into his dimension or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It'll be interesting because I don't see a Marvel Studios film ever having the F word in it. I don't think they'll ever get to that territory. So maybe they'll do a beep, you know, if he's going to talk. Yeah, you never know. Uh, Stranger Things yeah. Season 4 casting. Uh, Robert England is joining the cast. That's pretty nuts. Freddy Krueger himself. Yeah, he's going to play Victor Creel. He's imprisoned in a psychiatric hospital for a 1950s murder. There'll be other characters introduced this season, as they usually do. We're going to have a psychiatric hospital worker, an 80s metalhead that runs a D&D club at the high school, a stoner pizza delivery dude from Surfer Boy Pizza. 
I was actually super excited to uh, read this. I'm cheesing over here because I, I'm super. So James um, Campbell Bauer is uh, a fabulous actor, and he is going to be joining the cast. He'll be playing um, somebody by the name of Peter Ballard. I'm not sure what that character is or what what he what they'll be doing. But James is, or Jamie, not Jamie. Uh, sorry, James is his real name, but they he goes by Jamie. He was in um, Sweeney Todd. I don't know if you guys had seen that. Oh, um, yeah. The Johnny Depp yep, movie? He, yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, he played the – so the role he played was Anthony Hope, but he was the young the young boy who falls in love with Johnny Depp's daughter. Oh, okay. He was also in a show, and I know uh, Josh and I were talking about this before we were recording. Um, there was a show called Camelot. Uh, it came out, uh, it was on Stars. It came out the same time that HBO released Game of Thrones. Mm. It had one season, from my understanding, it also had Eva Green in it, and he played nice. a younger King Arthur, and I was super excited for it, and then they canceled it and took it off the air um, after one season. <laughs> Go but he figure. Was in that. <laughs> yeah. I, he kind of reminds me a little bit of how I feel about Killian Murphy. Uh, he's just got a lot of of acting talent but mm -hmm. very specific to unique roles is what i see mm -hmm. him get into the most sure um you know roles that aren't going to pay him big money but they, but he really adds something to in to anything that he's in so i think people should should be um excited about that and and be out on the lookout for that as well because i'm i'm super excited yeah that's great they're usually pretty good with their casting you know there's yeah, they have some nice characters they usually introduce. I've been happy with the the show. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people think it was probably best the first season, but I've I've enjoyed every season. Uh, what about you guys? I've enjoyed every single season. Yeah. I mean, every season so far has kind of left that oh my gosh factor in me. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's really. I think it's a good show. I know you know since it's popular, I think you know it's kind of. It's kind of also popular to be like, oh, it's not that great, you know, but I think it's great. I think it's a great entertaining show and I like the nostalgia value. And uh, what about you, Mitch? Are you, are you liking every season you've seen so far? Yeah, so far so good. I need to see three and four for sure. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Three was I meant to, you know, watch that leisurely and I ended up watching it all in one day. I just was so. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, it was too much. It was too much. I don't know why I did that. But yeah, I. I just pissed away a whole day, and I was like, "Ugh, why did I do that?" <laughs> I liked it, yeah, but it was happens. like, it was like it's over, <laughs> right? I was like, "All right, all right." So, yeah, it was a good season. I really liked it, and uh, I think uh, I think you'll dig it too, Mitch. It's pretty cool. So, yeah, season four, and I think we have at least another season after four, I believe. I'm not sure if they have announced when they're planning on ending it. Yeah, if they ever do end it, I mean, they will eventually. I, I could imagine them maybe doing some some follow-up films. You know, Netflix does films, so I could see them getting the cast back together, maybe jumping board in time and maybe even bring it to current day. That'd be kind of cool. See, like, an older older cast. Well, I guess the kids you couldn't. You'd have to recast them. But aside from that, it'd be kind of interesting. But, yeah, this season four takes place a year later from the previous season, which was 85. So this is in 86 so are they slated to do one more after, after this I, I mean i'm not ready to let them go yet as far as i know i think because i was like okay i think the, the word was first that yeah there'll be a season four and that'll be it but i think there's uh plans for five already and i don't know if they'll 
uh, stop there or not. It's, they kind of hint that they won't. So it, it'll probably be the longest, well, one of the longest running Netflix shows. I think Orange is the New Black ran for five, six a seasons, season maybe. longer than it should have. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you there. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it took us forever to watch that last season. I think we were just burned out. I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, I fast forwarded through it. For you sure. did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just watched the cliff notes, the YouTube videos yeah, or something? Yeah, basically, just to get through it, to, you know, yeah. to close that chapter, because I had been with it since the beginning. And yeah, I, just, yeah. I, I had to finish it out, but oh, it was rough. Yeah, it was like MASH in a way, because Piper was only supposed to serve like, I don't know, a year and change or something. Mm-hmm. And the show went on a lot longer than that, you know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, they just carried that out. I think they were just trying to hold on to I guess that that little bit of fame that they got with it, you know, it was right. such a success. And they were just trying to hold on to that for as long as they could. I know. It's just like a roller coaster with all the characters. Like, I hate this character, then I like this character. And MASH, if everyone recalls, uh, the Korean War was like three years, I think. MASH lasted 11 years. <laughs> so they were all like gray haired and everything. <laughs> So it's like you're supposed to believe that happened in three years span. It was always on at my house. I'm sure it was always on at your house too. I mean, my I stepdad know. likes I, it. I, just... I I like Mash. Um, I think. Uh, yeah. It's interesting, you know. It started out as a as a film, and then it became a series. But yeah, um, poor quality though. I don't think they've updated it to 4K. It always looks like shit when I see it on TV. You know, it's like, damn, this is really retro feeling. <laughs> It's like when you're hit, it's like when you're oh, hitting your TV to get the uh, I was signal. Just say that. Yeah, it always looks like shit, doesn't it? Like the music's off. Like it feels like you're tracking it, you know, with the VCR, and it's just like, what's going yeah. on here? <laughs> like, can't they upgrade this thing? It's popular. People buy it, I guess. Megan will buy the set, I'm sure. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> My stepdad would for sure. Just in time for Christmas, uh, Wonder Woman '84. It's going to come out in theaters and HBO Max. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. We've been robbed of a lot of films that were supposed to happen or come out by now. and I didn't know what platform they were going to put it on, but I knew that they were going to put it somewhere. And I think I'm most excited for uh, the, that soundtrack. I, I'm oh, really, yeah. They've really got the 80s vibe going on, so I'm really excited to see what, what they yeah. pull out for their, uh, their yeah. music. The cast, you got uh, Gal Gadot coming back, obviously, is uh, Diane Prince, uh, Wonder Woman. Maxwell Lord will be played by Pedro Pascal, who's uh, also the Mandalorian, for those of you out there. And he was in Kingsman 2. Game of Thrones, too, right? Everyone's been in yes, Game of Thrones. Yes, he was. <laughs> you got uh, Cheetah, played by Kristen Wiig. Steve Trevor coming back. Chris Pines playing him. And then you'll have Robin Wright mm-hmm. and Connie Nelson. Nielsen, sorry. They were in the uh, first one, and uh, same director, Patty Jenkins. I'm not ready for theaters yet. No, so no. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll probably watch it at, at home. I know Joey's been to the theater. He's seen, he saw Tenet, but yeah, he didn't eat any popcorn or anything. He sound, it sounded like they were taking really good precautions. Um, if you don't eat anything and you you know, you know wear your mask the entire time, and I'm, I mean, I'm sure you're fine. I think the ventilation system in those places are pretty good. But... Sure, yeah. It'd be the one time that I go out. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I would love to see it on the big screen. I really would, especially like IMAX. But it will be in theaters December sixteenth, so it'll be it'll be available early before HBO Max, which will it'll drop December twenty fifth. So yeah, all HBO yeah. Max customers will get it for free. 
it'll be on there for one month. And I think, you know, obviously their hope is to get more subscribers. They've had some competition struggles with Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Disney+. Plus. Uh, the service does cost $15 a month. The budget's $200 million for this film, so hopefully, you know, it, it does pretty well with this dynamic of it being in theaters and, you know, subscriptions for HBO Max. Um, I don't know if that'll go to the budget, per se. Uh, it's complicated how they did that deal, I guess, Warner Brothers and HBO Max. So, yeah, um, hopefully it gets its money. You know, I don't know. We I think we only have 50% of the U.S. cinemas operating right now. Tenet was released previously by Warner Brothers. That was like the first big movie to try it, and it's made a little bit over $200 million worldwide. Compared to like normal standards, that's not good. Uh, the budget of the film was 200 to 225 million, and it only made 30 million domestic. So, and it's going to be releasing December 15th to home video. To yeah. home video. Yeah, <laughs> home video. Well, yeah, it's like, how else do you say it now? Home digital. I, I home... don't know. It just reminded me of. Do you remember like the Disney, the Disney VHSs and oh, like yeah. they would, the, yeah, they do that. I'm still stuck in those times. Yeah, because it's like, I guess you could say home release, but yeah, it is weird, like, to me anymore. Like, is it still home video? Like, I guess you don't say home Blu ray, home DVD. There you go. Your digital platform soon. That's a, there you go. I figured it out. There you go. Pay me. Pay me. (laughs) Yeah, but that's sad, though. Like, Tenet was supposed to be like a, you know, it's Christopher Nolan film and it was supposed to be huge. Like, you know, like so many other films that were supposed to come out this summer and, you know, we just took it for granted over the years, but you know, I mean, we'll get there again, I'm sure. But oh, Tenet, yeah. Tenet was like a huge gamble, and so in the end, they'll probably, I'm sure they'll make back because you know a lot of people are like, oh, if it costs 200 million to make, and they got 200 million or over, yeah, no problem. Yeah. It's like, well, they spend that much usually mm-hmm. on marketing, so it's like double they have to get back. But with the pandemic, I don't know if they really spent much on marketing. Or not. I, I don't recall. I remember seeing some commercials, I guess. I'm going to change the... Sorry, I'm still on this. I'm going to change to the uh, coming to a theater near you. It's going to be coming to a digital platform near you. There you go. <laughs> you had a low voice. There you can go. you fix that? Josh, can you fix that? I'll fix try. That? I'll see what Drop I can do. Drop me down. Okay. I will see what I can do. Coming to a digital platform. Rated R. There we go. Yeah, Warner Brothers, they also released <laughs> Scoob and The Witches to... Um, Digital platforms, if you will. Wonder Woman uh, 84, this could set the stage for other films that we're waiting on, such as Black Widow, Fast 9, No Time to Die, Daniel Craig's last uh, movie as 007. So there is word that that could be picked up. I think Netflix was in talks to have that film, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not. I don't know. Uh, you're definitely gonna have to wait till 2021. I guess they'll just wait to see how Wonder Woman two does, and I don't know if it's worth putting them in the theaters, but they're gonna try it. It doesn't matter what side of the street you stand on, as far as going to theaters, not going to theaters. <laughs> a good majority of the population is just not gonna go. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I know. Is it worth the? You know, you got to make your money back, right? So you've spent yep. millions of dollars. You got to make your money back. Um, yep. I hope that Wonder Woman, I, I hope that, I mean, obviously everyone's going to be looking at this to see, to see how it does. Um, 
And then I'm sure after that, you're just going to see, I would hope anyways, release after release of some of the stuff that they've been holding on to if mm. this does well. Right. It just sucks that this has to be the movie that, that bites the bullet, I guess, mm-hmm. for a lack of better terms. They're pretty um, confident, but maybe that's their way to get more people excited about Justice League, perhaps. Just excited about movies in general again, I think, because there's a lack of that right now. Yep, exactly. I rented Bill and Ted when it came out, and uh, I think I rented some other ones, but... Yeah, there hasn't really been any like huge films, you know. Tenant, I don't think was even available to digitally rent, and maybe it was. I I didn't catch that, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll I'll definitely buy the uh, Blu-ray. Not seeing the film, I guess <laughs> I'll take a chance. It's a Nolan film, so I think I've heard pretty good things about it. Uh, I've heard you need to see it more than once. Well, you know the way things are now, I don't think people are going to go to the theater, <laughs> you know, repeatedly. To be exposed if there's anything to be exposed to and whatnot, you know. Do you think they'll go after? Oh, yeah. Once the vaccine's out? Oh, yeah. Because then the fear won't be there. Oh, I've got a vaccine. Yeah. Band-Aid. Yeah. Right. 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 As long as the vaccine works. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) About the social, um, the the social dynamics Mm -hmm. on that. Like, you know, if you've learned to live without something for so long, do you really want it back? I you think, know, but then Mitch, on the flip side of that, I could, yeah, I could totally see people being like, oh, back to normal. It's just once that happens, everything bounces back. Yeah, and I think it'll be a tremendous bounce back. Honestly, you know, I think it's gonna, it might take a little time, but people get more and more comfortable. Numbers stay down. How awkward is that going to be? I mean, I sorry, I just for me, I mean, I I haven't been anywhere since February. I mean, but yeah, I, that's just gonna be so awkward to me to be around larger groups of people again it'll be strange, strange yeah thing for- yeah i mean we're all in the same boat at least so yeah, yeah we'll all be like hey <laughs> why are you coughing <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> get the hell away from me <laughs> they weren't an astronaut suit sneeze <laughs> don't sneeze <laughs> waiter another seat please just have like a plexiglass box to put around you yeah. Oh my God, the 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 psychological fear we will have now. I could see the masks staying around when we have like a spike in flu and such, especially because they're more stylish now. I see a lot of people who might be high risk. They might might not. It won't be as weird anymore, you know, for people to don a mask. I think you know. Remember when Michael Jackson used to, you know, open up a store in the middle of the night and he go in, he go there with his mask on. People were like, what the hell is wrong with him? Obviously, outside the mask, other things were happening, but. You know, if you saw people before, it was weird. But now I think it'll be, it won't seem as, it'd be like, you know, an accessory kind of like sunglasses in a way. <laughs> There'll be that change. <laughs> Don't forget your mask. I'm serious. <laughs> like, oh, those Oakleys. Oh, dude. That's Are awesome. You, you got the I Darth Vader that. app? Oh, dude. Hook me up. All you need is like a, a trash compactor so you can like throw food through it and you're all set. I do think places like this will bounce back hopefully they can you know stay in there until that happens they are getting assistance from what i've uh, heard so that's great but yeah this is this is a nice treat this will be out christmas day so i think that'll be pretty damn cool moving on looks like uh scorpion king is going to get a reboot any big scorpion king fans here I never, saw it. never saw it it was all right yeah this was the rocks uh Big movie, first big movie. He had a cameo in the Mummy Returns, 
And they liked him so much that they made a movie all around his character, which, you know, eh, it was it was a pretty good performance. But towards the end of The Mummy Returns, it gets really goofy. We all know that, most of us anyway. I don't know if you've seen The Mummy films, Megan, but not the best special effects, let's say, for what it could have been. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, no, I've seen them, and I'm aware of that. Yeah, so you've seen that part. But yeah, they made a whole Scorpion King movie, solo movie. I guess it's how he became the Scorpion King Kind of doesn't make sense, really. He like, did he did he eat the scorpion or something, Mitch? I don't re- I don't remember. He was like thirsty. No, the scorpion stung him. He was thirsty, uh-huh. and the scorpion came out and said that you will lead an army to defeat Egypt. So yeah, was that like All a right. voiceover? I haven't. I think I only saw it film once, to be honest, and I don't remember. Was there like how was that communicated? Did, did it just come out? Oh, oh, someone told him, right? I think, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I told Mitch it should have been like, like a Muppet that, you know, talked and <laughs> a Muppet Scorpion <laughs> had a damn song yeah. to go with it. Yeah, it was just weird. It was like, it was, I mean, it was, uh, I'd probably say it's like, it was like a C quality film, you know, kind of like a Hulk Hogan straight to video in a way, but maybe a little bit more budget to it. <laughs> more charisma, I guess. Do you want to make another one? They're rebooting it, actually. Are so it? with the oh. rock the rock is going to reboot it <laughs> with universal why who, he's having such an amazing career right now i guess he just sees I'm potential in introducing this character to a new generation so he's gonna probably return to the <laughs> i don't know why he's out <laughs> you can only do too many you know so many jumanjis you have to you have to you start know, over i haven't even seen the movie so i can't judge i just from It'll be it, an improvement. The Scorpion me, King. Just, like I wouldn't want to see it. Maybe he'll be like an ancestor of the original Scorpion King. I'm not sure. The Scorpion King came out in 2002. It had many films following, but they're like straight to video. The Rock had nothing to do with them. They got Jonathan Herman, who wrote Straight Out of Compton. He's gonna pin the script. Should be out 2022. So yeah, I. You know, I'm not bummed about the news, honestly. If anything should be rebooted, it's something that wasn't quite great, in my opinion. There was something there, but definitely they could tweak it and make it a better film. You know, I think we talked about that before with all these new movies coming out. They're kind of like rehashes when they could have just took a movie that wasn't that big and just fix it and make it make it its own thing. Kind of like an original idea at that point. So is Hollywood bored again. Nah, well, well, probably. Nah, but the Scorpion King isn't like, you know, it's not a big enough property to me to be like upset, you know. It's like, ah, it's okay, I'll give it, I'll, I'll give it to him. <laughs> or maybe I've just reached that, that point in my age where this is just what happens. You just get reboots of original things that you've already seen. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, sadly, um, I mean, not really sadly, but if you go out to YouTube... A lot of fans have been able to do so much more cool shit with all the franchises that we love, you know, and they're just doing it out of their own pocket or, you know, uh, GoFundMe, Kickstarter, all that stuff. They're just doing it better, sadly. But, you know, maybe we'll just get to a point where any of us can just make whatever the hell we want. (laughs) This was great, but it could have been so much better. Let me show you how. Well, yeah, I mean, there's been so many films I have, like, fan edited in my head. And if I had the time... And the patience, I would actually do that. I would actually get that film and re-edit it, you know, maybe make it like a shorter film. <laughs> Just put the right stuff in there, you know. There's usually deleted scenes. You know, studio studio heads get involved, and they usually screw things up when they do that, you know. It's uh, 
that's usually how it goes anymore. But thankfully, you get like, you know, The Mandalorian. I don't know if you've seen the latest episode of The Mandalorian, but man, they, oh my God, it's so good. Like, it's so much better than the the trilogy we got, the new trilogy, in my opinion. I, I don't know if you checked it out, Mitch, the latest episode. No, I haven't had a chance to oh, see dude, it. Oh, dude, you got to see it. Directed by Carl Weathers himself. It It's awesome. I don't know, Megan, you haven't seen The Mandalorian yet, correct? I haven't seen the second season yet. No, I just finished The Crown, so it's, okay. it's on my list. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that that girl playing Princess Diana, she man, she looks the part. Yeah, she did a she did a great job. We'll leave it at that, I think. We'll leave it at that. I think fair enough. Yeah, I think I saw some articles where people were upset about how the crown depicted Princess Diana. Oh really? Like it didn't do it didn't do her any it didn't shed her in a in a very good light. And oh. So, well, that sucks. Um that's just some of the articles I read. I don't think all of them are, are like that. They just kind of and maybe I'm inclined to agree that they kind of presented her in a in a really. I think they were trying to show her young, youthful side. Okay, um, yeah. It really, just kind of made her look silly. Yeah, kind of like made her like reckless. Like, yeah, she's not a royal, and it's okay to not be a fan of hers or whatever. Yeah, I think it it tried to show both sides where yeah. It, yeah. It, it the way that I think I remember sure. seeing her, and then. Sure. Maybe how how the English remembered her. I don't. Gotcha. Oh, gosh, I gotcha. don't really know a whole lot about. I gotta, it. I, this I, just is the articles I read. That's fine. I gotta check it out. How many seasons are we in so far? Oh, is this season. Put you on the spot, three? sir. Three. Hold on. Hundred. I think we're in. No. <laughs> <laughs> Two thousand. Zero zero party um, over. It is season four. Okay. Season okay. Four. That's all, huh? And God. She will be replaced in season five. we just switched gears here but uh she will be replaced in season five she'll be played by another another girl that's kind of interesting how they <laughs> do that they recast them as they get older in the show that, that's kind of a cool concept uh maybe that is that what brings you back kind of or is it just just the writing itself and what it the does way it? that it's written is uh so the first two seasons you know they had the long the young queen elizabeth and then you know the next season was a little bit older so mm-hmm. the way that it's written is um you know another another slot in time sure. so it, the actors have to age gotcha. and i and i actually i think they're doing a really good job where it's not disrupting the show to where you don't want to watch it anymore good yeah they've had a lot of great actors i get it that's on my list um currently- i think they do i think the reason it works is because the actors that they pick do such a great job mm-hmm. at the accents and the mannerisms. The yeah. mannerisms are key in this. They do such a great job on not changing that, that it, it just works. Gotcha. I, I will check that out very soon. We're currently watching The Good Place. So that'll probably be next, I imagine. That looks good. So yeah, I would say that's a recommendation. One of them, right? We're into that section now. Recommendations. Uh, anything yeah. else come to mind, Megan? You'd like to recommend? No, nothing just else. The Crown, if you just haven't seen it, just, just crown. watch it. Maybe Camelot. No. Check out Camelot one season. No, because you'll be so upset. That <laughs> Don't get attached it after the first season, <laughs> right? And then you, it's like Firefly, and everybody. Oh right, Firefly. Well, Firefly got like, a movie at least. <laughs> That's true. They did. That is true. Well, coming soon, Camelot movie. Us, they didn't do us that justice for Camelot at all. <laughs> What about you, Mitch? You know, I, it's it's funny. Um, I started watching House again. Um, oh, just sure. Because I randomly was looking for something. 
house is really good. Um, it's on Amazon Prime right now. Sure. Um, surprisingly, I sat down when uh, Allie was watching uh, The Crown and started to get into that a little bit. It's actually not that bad. Um, so definitely recommend that one as well. I know uh, this might seem like this show sponsored by HBO Max, but I just checked out the fresh... <laughs> I swear we're not we're not getting paid by them. That would be awesome. But uh, next next week's guest is Gal Gadot. That's all you got to know. So yeah. there you go, uh, Megan. Maybe you can work on your impression of uh, Gal Gadot for the show. That'd be great. I'm not good with accents at all. We'll just pretend you're you're her, even if you sound the same. Yeah, we'll just do that. Right. That works. Just, sure. Um, reface me. Face okay. That. Okay. We'll get working on that. Sure. Yeah. The technology is uh, out there. The other, I was going to throw out one other thing sure. I haven't been able to mention in, in recommendation, recommendations is uh, Ratchet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've if, seen that. If you haven't seen it, it was one of those that I just kept. I put it in the back of my mm-hmm. mind like, I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. Yeah. And then I finally sat down to watch it. And it's actually, it's it's pretty, it's not what you expect. It's pretty good. Some of it's predictable, but yeah. the main character does not... Um, She's not who you think she is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If if you haven't seen that, you should take a look. There's only, it's just the first season, and I think there's only what eight episodes, and yeah, something uh, I like think that. They're about a little, maybe under an hour or over an hour. Some of them. So yeah, it's it's good. Like uh, it's beautifully shot. The style is great. Yeah. It takes place in well, the fifties. I have, I have. Yep. Did you like it? I did, I did. You know, at yeah. first I was like, I'm, I don't really, I haven't really seen much of Ryan Murphy's stuff. I guess he produced this, so he's done the uh, uh, American Horror uh, and some other shows. I, th- I guess. Um, but yeah, um, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Definitely different than not the... what you expected at all, was it? No, not at all. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's that's definitely worth a watch, and uh, yeah, it's. It is different inter- interpretation of the character to me from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You know, uh, that was, that was, uh, that took place in the 50s as well. So it's like eventually she gets to that hospital, or maybe it's the same one. I'm not sure where Jack Nicholson's character goes to. But of course, it's a kind of a different, uh, kind of a reboot in, in a way, you know, uh, not, per- not exactly saying it's got to be a prequel to that movie, but it is interesting to see. You know the differences and the portrayals of those characters, um, but yeah, I thought it was a good show. It was yeah, yeah, good style and yeah, it's pretty cool where it's going. So I'm sure we'll get a season two at least. Um, yeah, I look forward to it. I think that's pretty damn good. Yeah, Netflix, everyone, check it out. Crown, it's all there on Netflix. HBO Max has the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. Check that out if you got HBO Max. I just watched it. Very good. Awesome little produced show they did. It was like an hour, 15 minutes. My kids actually started to watch it as well. They haven't seen the show itself, so I think I will introduce them to that show. I don't know if you guys watched it much growing up. In the mornings. Yeah? It was on in the mornings. Hell yeah. TBS? Ooh, I don't remember what channel it was on. I know TBS played it a lot. That's how I caught up on it. It was between that and Saved by the Bell. Okay. Usually one of those two that were on. What about you, Mitch? Did you watch the Bel Air, Prince of Bel Air? You know, I did. Not as probably as much as everybody else, but yeah. I'll definitely, yeah, once I once I can find it, yeah, I'll certainly watch it. 
It was really good. They walked you through the whole show pretty much. There's two Aunt Vivs on the show, for those who don't know. Uh, the actress was replaced, I think, season three. So they do get into what happened there. I guess there's been some bad blood with that actress and Will Smith for many years, and they kind of reconciled. He thought it would be best to have her part of the special because she did. She contributed a lot to the show. She's very talented. So that's a very good conversation w- within the documentary. And he even did a Red Table Talk edition of that conversation from the special which is really is just as good i think um i don't know if you watch those red table talks they're on facebook they're free him and jada started that it's kind of like you bring your family to the table or whoever else and you just hash out things and it's interesting concept so yeah it's been very successful but anyway yeah that was a little sideshow there to this but yeah it's awesome they 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 honor james avery who was uncle phil Talked about the creation of the show, Will Smith's uh, audition, all that, and what he was, you know, going through at the time. You know, uh, he was very young when the show was like a, a hit. You know, he had a rap career prior. Then he, you know, exploded into movies, of course. That's pretty much why the show went off the air. Great reunion show, especially if you're a fan of the show. You'll love it. Yeah, it's like an hour and 15 minutes. So, yeah, it wasn't advertised too much, but it was just there all of a sudden. And so... Yeah, I checked it out. I'll probably even watch it again. It was it was good. So yeah, check that out. All right. Well, you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Everyone listening, have a great Thanksgiving. We'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Megan. All right, guys. Well, thanks. Bye. We'll be back. Take care. Take care, everybody.